calling Charles Lager Walker, All-American, Pac-12 freshman of year and the number 17th ranked returning basketball player according to ESPN. Welcome back to that episode of Let Me Tell You. Today we have an amazing guest. We have WSU basketball superstar Charlize Ledger-Walker. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. Let's start off with a 30-second elevator pitch about yourself. An elevator pitch. Okay, so my name is Charlize Ledger-Walker. Like you said, I am just finished my first year at WSU basketball. I am studying business management and environmental science love to hang out with my friends when I have spare time. I'm a big family person from New Zealand. I love going to the beaches, um, seeing the environment, everything like that. Have a have two sisters as well. Obviously, Crystal, who is in the basketball team as well, but just super excited to be here at WSU and be playing for the Kooks. I haven't been to New Zealand, so could you give us a pitch on New Zealand? What makes New Zealand great? <laughs> um, definitely the nature and the environment and the people I would say that's the top two things about New Zealand you know everywhere you go everyone's just super friendly you can talk to anyone and even if they're having a bad day you know they'll just still be so open to talking to you you could where I live so I live in a place called Hamilton and you can drive one hour and you'll be in the mountains at the snow go skiing and snowboarding and then you can drive an hour the other way and you'll be at the beach and it's just Everything is just in such close proximity because obviously New Zealand's pretty small, but it's just beautiful. I mean, the drive to, you know, different places is just so amazing to look at, the scenery. And so, yeah, just just the people and, and the environment, I would say. Very nice. That's an amazing pitch. I'm going to have to visit that soon. Yeah. You are participating in the summer camp for the 2021 Federation International Day Basketball Amateur or the FIBA World Cup. So for someone who's unfamiliar with that, could you give us a quick explanation? That, what, what FIBA is? FIBA is pretty much kind of like what you said, the International um, Basketball Association. So it's all the national teams. So, for example, our New Zealand national women's team, the Tall Ferns, we go and play in different qualifying tournaments. We have to go through the Asia qualifiers. So we play teams like China, Japan, Korea, and Australia is also in there. And so for those qualifying tournaments, you know, it's qualifiers for Olympics, World Cups, things like that and so right now we're actually looking at going into our Asia Cup which was going to be the qualifiers for the World Cup next year so we'll play that at the end of this year and so that's what FIBA kind of organizes everything like that America has their own kind of region I guess you could say that they go and play in and then there's a Europe region for example like that so that's what FIBA is it's kind of like if you think of FIFA the soccer the soccer one it's pretty similar to that okay that makes sense so you mentioned the New Zealand team. The women's team is called the Tall Ferns. Why, why is that? Because usually you hear teams referred to as just Team USA or Team China. Why do you guys refer to yourself as the Tall Ferns? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question, actually. We, so in New Zealand, we have, I guess, native plant or native tree, and it's called the Silver Fern, or it's a fern, a type of fern. And so all of our teams, our national teams, have something related to that. And also related to our national colours, which is um, black and white. And so, for example, you probably know the All Blacks, the rugby team. Sure, yeah. That's what they're called, our netball team, which actually probably you don't even... A lot of people don't know what netball is. (laughs) It's kind of like basketball, except you can't dribble. There's no backboard. It's a lot more limited. I've seen that now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They wear dresses. Yeah, that's it. So they're called the Silver Ferns. We're called the Tall Ferns. The men's team's called the Tall Blacks. 
all kind of have some name that kind of relates to our native plant and or our or our colors yeah Huh, okay, that's interesting. Wait, did you say that the, in netball they wear dresses? Yes, they do. They wear dresses <laughs> in netball. All right, then that is not something I knew. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, what were your what do, what were your options outside of high school a- after high school for basketball or to school in general after you graduated? I actually played netball as well. So I played all throughout high school, and I also played touch. Um, which is do you know what touches no 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 so it's it's kind of like rugby except you can't you don't tackle people and you only get like a certain amount of touches so like obviously two teams up and down the field so I actually played those two sports as well Um, netball I played all throughout high school until I was year 13 or senior is what you guys call it and so netball in New Zealand is like really really big so rugby's our number one sport netball second and there's just a lot of lot of pathways with netball in New Zealand and in Australia as well, which is kind of the bigger market for the netball side of things. So that was definitely an option I had thought about um, going down playing netball. And then also in terms of basketball, after high school, I did have a few interests about going and playing professionally in Australia and a couple over in Europe. So wow. that would have yeah meant I would have gone and played straight away pretty much and I considered that for a little bit but college was always something that I wanted to do and I really really wanted a degree as well and so that's kind of what led me more towards sticking on that pathway and doing that so a couple of different options but obviously most of them with sport (laughs) something to do with sport you've been playing basketball with your sister your your whole life and college was your opportunity to branch out so why did you go why did you choose to go back and play with Crystal? Mm. Well, college, I was actually never going to actually be playing with Crystal in college because her age difference meant that she would have, she should have finished by the time I came into my freshman year. But because she transferred to Washington State and had to sit out a year, that meant did have that option too. Um, and so she was at Northern Colorado and I, I knew pretty much straight away when I was looking into college that I wasn't going to go to Northern Colorado. I just wanted to be kind of at a a bigger school and something that had better basketball opportunities. And so she always knew that we knew that, but when she did make the transfer to Washington state, and obviously it's in the PAC 12 where you could arguably be playing the best teams in the country against the best athletes. That was just another big factor of why to come to Washington state. And so when I was, you know, talking to other schools and, obviously throwing up different pros and cons to where I wanted to go to. I actually just ended up liking Washington State a lot more. And it was just obviously a big, big bonus that Crystal was there. So it wasn't initially planned or anything like that. And I probably only realized at about two months before I committed that it was really going to be with Crystal because she obviously signed late too. So yeah, that, it, it wasn't really any major reason why I went and played with her. It was just more everything kind of aligned in the right way and at the right time and so we were just really lucky to you know be able to do that i was reading in one of the articles crystal had to warn you about the trash talking in the united states can yeah. you compare new zealand trash talking to trash talking in the united states oh there is none there is none in new zealand maybe a little bit in the boys but uh, yeah it's just completely different in america i mean and they're not scared to say anything to your face the refs let it go like they just hear it all the time but in New Zealand if you like honestly if you say anything pretty much out loud or 
they're a little bit more lenient with the boys but as soon as you start getting in people's face or just show a little bit of you know aggressiveness the refs kind of get into it and stop it straight away I don't know why that's just how it's always been like here in New Zealand so yeah there's literally nothing like you could go to a basketball game in New Zealand and barely hear people talking trash to each other and things like that but yeah she did have to warn me <laughs> and there was definitely a couple of times last season where you know people were, things were getting heated and people were saying stuff but it's a, I, I kind of I kind of liked it so yeah fires you up yeah it yeah. does yeah okay there's just no trash talk at all in New Zealand you guys are just too nice barely barely I wouldn't say too nice I, I don't know because I think a lot of people, we kind of have what's called a um, tall poppy syndrome. That's that's what it's called in New Zealand. And pretty much what it is, it's nobody really likes to stand out. Like nobody, like we're super, super humble. And if you do stand out, it's kind of like everyone judges you for it almost. You know, it's kind um, of like, oh, I think you're all that or you know what I mean? So sure. that's kind of the nature here in New Zealand. And every yeah, everybody's super humble. And that's just, yeah, that's what it's like. So when you start talking trash, that's pretty much, you know, people are think like you think you're all that and you're pretty cocky and everything like that. So especially in girls game, you'll never really hear anyone talking trash, really. Reading about this mindful practice that you do, it's called the power hour. Could you explain what it is and why it's helpful to you? Yeah, yeah. So power hour, I started that probably a year or just before I came into college. Pretty much what it is, is in the morning I wake up well when I have to wake up early anyway but I wake up usually like do a little bit of meditation in the morning just listen to some podcasts or yeah I really like guided meditation at the moment I'll make myself breakfast or sometimes I'm, I'm really bad actually with breakfast like I have to force myself to eat it but I'll make myself breakfast and then I will do either a little bit of like yoga or stretching just depending on how tired I am or how sore I am and then also just kind of write down oh can you show me I'll write down um either my goals for the day or just things that I'm grateful for like three to five things that I'm grateful for to the day and pretty much what it does for me it just sets my mind or set me up for just to have a better day and just be in the right mindset be grateful just yeah be in a more positive mindset going into the day and I found that doing it it's just given me a little bit more energy as well and just set the tone for the day so I started doing that I've I've been pretty slack with it actually when I came home just because there's no structure or anything and so I can sleep in a lot more but yeah I try to do it when I start getting really busy and things just you know start firing up again yeah obviously this women's basketball team but this cougar basketball team was one of the best in school history so and you went to the ncaa tournament for the first time in 30 years what were what was some of the highlights from that experience from when you landed to like actually playing against the bulls yeah so the tournament itself was crazy the the first thing i remember is just hearing our name probably seen the video of us um you know all sitting and waiting and none of us none of us were ready and we were caught in like the first or second round or like first or second round almost and so we were kind of you know just sitting down and it just started and so we're all getting nervous and then our name showed up on the screen like yeah exactly in the first bracket I think it was and I think it was Ina or Ola who saw the name first and they kind of pointed at the screen and we were all like oh my god like that's us we're in we and we all just went kind of crazy and we were all shocked but that was like just such a a moment I would never forget just 
it had been talked about for so long throughout the whole season. We've never met or we've made the tournament. We haven't been there in 30 years. Yeah. It's just, yeah. And, and leading up to that moment, you know, we'd had so many firsts as a team for the season and just that momentum going into that decision was just really crazy and awesome to experience. And then from there, everything pretty much went so fast. Like we had a couple trainings left or we had to fly out. We charted, which was awesome. Um, cool. So yeah, <laughs> our own plane. Big shots. Um, yeah, exactly, exactly. So <laughs> that was awesome. And then when we landed in Vegas, it was a bit different with COVID. Obviously, a lot of right. things were taken away, which kind of sucked. But hopefully we can get back and experience the real thing. So we got there, we landed, we stayed at Mandalay Bay, which was really, really cool. The hotels, they're amazing. And pretty much everything from there was around the hotel. So we would just walk to our practice gym and then we would train. It was kind of in this big stadium. There was like so many rooms, thousands of rooms. It was huge. And then the actual playing gym was also also there. But just the tournament itself, yeah, was insane. There was, there was a lot of things, I think, that were actually on social media and stuff, though, with, like, the guys and the girls' equipment, the locker room stuff. I was going to ask about that. You're going to ask about that. What you saw in the photos, though, was exactly what it was. The comparison was, was crazy. And I, I, I remember reading, like, a thread on Twitter or something, and people were retweeting it, and there were all these gyms that were saying, you know, we have equipment for you guys. Like, just tell us where you want it to go, and... So the support that came out of that was huge. And oh, I yeah. think it's good for the, the girls game. But yeah, just just seeing it and, you know, you go there and you're like, wow, I'm at this tournament. It's so cool. And you're enjoying everything. And then you see like a post about the boys one and you're like, oh, it's not yeah. actually no, that was... great. Yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it was a bit different. But all, nonetheless, like it was a really, really cool experience. The teams, just just seeing all the teams going in and coming out and training and there's just so many people and then also playing the game. I think it was just a little bit of a different kind of pressure. I mean, obviously it's elimination, so it's it's right away. Everything's riding on that one thing. You can't really have a warm-up game or anything like that. And and so I think for us, there was a lot of nerves, obviously. We were really close. Definitely a doable win that we could have had. I mean, I think all of us, you know, realized that in the game straight away. Just little mistakes that we probably had it made obviously throughout the season but it's hard it's hard going into a situation like that when you haven't played again for two weeks and then you have to go and play you know a game that's do or die yeah but again it was just it was it was really cool just going and experiencing that and hearing about you know crystal she went to one before and so her just talking about that experience as well and comparing it to this one was was also really cool yeah so- i also Vegas, but sorry, that was the tournament. That was the Pac-12. I figured tournament. that. Yeah, the other ones. Yeah. yeah, no, I was. I mean, I followed your. I watched. I think every. I was doing the play-by-play for the radio station for the women's team, so I watched basically. I don't think I missed a game, and I watched the selection show live. So I was just. As, I'm not as excited as you guys, but it was. It was a shock. I was making breakfast, and your name was called. I was like, oh, oh, we were in. Cool. Yeah. No, I mean. Yeah, the, I was I was really happy that the selection that well not happy happy is not a good word but when Sedona Prince posted on Twitter the difference between the locker rooms I was I was a little appalled at first because when, later when you found out like someone had walked in to the tournament and approved that weight room to me that was what was worse like right. you could you could have easily said you forgot it and you'd be like okay I, I guess but it's not really a good excuse but someone walked in and said oh yeah here's a set of 
10 free weights and there weren't even enough mats for the for the team i thought that was ridiculous but i think it it kind of forced the ncaa to get their crap in gear and realize yes women's basketball is actually a sport people want to watch like we have the numbers to back it up at this point this women's softball team this year averaged more views than the nhl hockey playoff so there's clearly a market and an appetite and desire but you guys are just stuck in your ways and you're just yeah that's my spiel yeah, no, I 100% agree. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And the fact that they did approve it and, you know, did nothing about it. I don't know how they even thought that they would kind of get away with it. I mean, of course it was going to come out in one, you know, shape or form. So that was just a huge, huge mistake by them. So, yeah. yeah. What was your favorite moment from your freshman year? Doesn't it have to be basketball related? Favorite moment, probably that does come to mind it is basketball related and okay. it's the um it was the arizona win Ooh. which was huge i mean that you've probably seen that celebration video go around but just that moment i think for our team it was just yeah it was insane i mean it was the point where we all realized that you know we're actually a team that can compete with the likes of a team who is top 10 arizona obviously well obviously they won to the finals <laughs> exactly yeah. and so Beating a team like that in such a close game, being down by 16, I think it was at halftime, and then being able to come back, like just that story and that grittiness from our team and just being able to come back, I think, like I'm, I remember that game so vividly. And then having that last little moment was just really, really cool. I mean, one of the better buzzer beaters I've probably had in my basketball career, so yeah, that was just an awesome feeling and just having everybody, you know, surround you and all the coaches are happy and you go into the locker room and do all the, you know, big celebrations that we never do here in New Zealand. So being able to do that over there and experience that was awesome. But yeah, that's probably my biggest, biggest highlight that I remember from the freshman year, my freshman year. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> my last, I do a little speed round question and then are you ready for this? Okay. Um, I'll go <laughs> I read that you're a fan of Marvel movies. Is that true? Well, I watched all of them with my oh. with Jason, and so I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. Okay, I was just gonna say, what what was your favorite movie? My favorite movie would probably be the one with all of them, the Endgame one. Okay, that's just, that's a solid choice. Solid yeah. choice. So, what is one food from New Zealand that you think WSU should serve in the dining halls? Kumara. It's a vegetable. It's kind of like sweet potato, but I don't think it's in America. But if if I could, that is definitely one thing that I would take. Do you guys make? I read something that sounds like it. Do you guys make like French fries out of that at all? Is it somewhere? Yes, fries. Yes, okay. it is so good. That's the best thing. Okay. Oh, and aioli. You guys don't really have great aioli. I haven't found. It. Really, we don't have good aioli. No. Wow. I guess no. I just have really bad taste in aioli then. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so my last question is, is there a player for the Cougars next year that fans should be able to look out for? Like, um, Michaela Jones, break, right? Michaela Jones, did I just butcher the name? No, that's her name. Okay, good. Don't I just want to someone along that ilk, someone who didn't necessarily get a ton of playing time that people should see, oh, they're going to be good. You should pay attention to them. Yeah, I actually think, you hit it right on the head. It would be Michaela Jones or Grace Sava, I think. Grace Gracie played a little bit too. And yeah. She was really, but I think just, you know, over the summer, 
they've had a lot more time just to get in the gym and we're also our whole team's coming back too so yeah. we're going to be a year you know together a year deep into the program and so I think their roles will come into it a lot more and that'll be pretty exciting to see so look out for those two that's it those are my questions thank you so much yeah of course thanks for having yeah. me on I love Walker, but he looked like he was 18 or 19. He looked like a young guy. Man, you should have done this guy right.